entertaining, cool. You are listening to LA Talk Radio. We say what we want. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch. Only on LA Talk Radio. Well, good morning, everyone, to those on the West Coast, and good afternoon to uh, those uh, elsewhere, or maybe afternoon. I'm Brad Rommelard, and I'm usually joined here with my partner, Barry Deutsch. Uh, You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions Live, where every Monday at 11 a.m. to noon, we talk about hiring. Now, hiring encompasses two sides of the same coin. On the one side, you have companies hiring managers, HR, recruiters, that are out there trying to find great talent. They have a job opening. So we talk about, from the company's perspective, the hiring managers and HR perspective, what it is that they need to do to attract, hire, and retain top talent. The other side of that same coin is the candidate. What do they need to do to find that job, to get noticed, to get that resume uh, in front of that hiring manager recruiter? That's really what this show is all about. We basically, my partner Barry and I, take our uh, last 30 years as executive recruiters, our last 15 years of uh, talking to companies, training companies, speaking to thousands of hiring managers, the Vistage organization, and we try and bring that experiences and the, the, what we've learned to this radio show. So whether you're a candidate looking for a job, a hiring manager looking to hire someone, we want to be a guiding light for ways to accomplish that goal. And we take our experience of, like I say, more than 30 years and help direct that on the show every Monday on Impact Hiring Solutions Live from 11 to noon. Basically, that's what we're going to talk about. Now, we'd really like to have you participate if you'd like. You don't have to, but we appreciate it if you'd like to. This is your opportunity, and you can do that by giving us a call. Uh, 818-602-4929. We'll take your call. We'll get you on the air. We'll discuss any topic you'd like, uh, issue that you might be having, problem you need to overcome. doesn't really matter. Kind of a free-for-all on questions if you want to call in. It's 818-602-4929. But i got to tell you one thing. If you get a recording that says all the lines are busy, you probably have call blocking. And which means you won't get through. So if you're calling from your office or from a phone where you have call blocking, you're going to have to dial star 82 first, unblock that call, and you'll get right through. The other way to get in touch with us is we may or may not get your information on the radio right away, but uh, if you're in an environment maybe where you can't talk, maybe it's noisy, maybe you're sitting in your office, uh, but you want to ask us a question, get in touch with us, you can send us an email. You can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at impacthiringsolutions.com, info at impacthiringsolutions.com, and we'll, our, we'll do our best, or I'll do our best today to uh, read your email as it comes in, particularly if it relates to a particular topic. Uh, so you're welcome to do that. Just send us an email, and we'll do our best to uh, get you on the air. But you got to get it out pretty soon because we're, we're only on until about 11.50, and uh, if you want to have us at least address that issue, we'll do our best to do that. So those are the ways you can get in touch with us. For those of you that listen to us regularly, you know that over the last, I don't know, three, four, five radio shows, we spend a lot of time talking about social media and how you can leverage social media. We believe in and what we're seeing in the marketplace as recruiters, as we talk to our clients, as we read blogs, as we watch Twitter, as we subscribe to different newsletters and industry-type information going on around hiring, we believe that social networking and social media will outgrow just about everything on the market today. That includes Monster, Career Builders, The Ladders, all of them. We believe, actually I believe, and I think both of us believe that over the next few years, you may actually see the resume database on Monster, Career Builders, Ladder become free. That's how powerful 
social networking is becoming. Whenever we blog or write or talk about social media, whenever I'm in front of a group of CEO or key executives and we begin to talk about how they can leverage social media to find people, invariably, sooner or later, somebody's going to raise their hand, and it's usually more than one in a small group of 15 or 20 people, and tell us a story or give us a comment about how they have used some social media. And it's usually Twitter, LinkedIn, or Facebook to actually hire someone. And many times it's more than one. Or I should add Craigslist to that. Craigslist is the other one they use. So that's how powerful social media is becoming. In fact, I can tell you as recruiters, and we're linked into many recruiter organizations through the different social medias, recruiters more and more, the very first place we go is LinkedIn. Think about it for a minute. I have saved this year alone, just, and it's only 2010, and I saved it last year too. We have saved, as a small recruiting firm that we are, over $15,000. Because this year we will not subscribe to the resume databases on LinkedIn, Monster, and Career Builder. We've canceled our subscriptions. We don't need them. The last three or four placements I've made and my partner Barry have made has made have come directly from social media. I have interviews going right now for a VP of sales position. Every single candidate has come from social media. Why would I pay, or for that matter, companies, Human resources, hiring managers, recruiters. Why would we pay that kind of money when we can find these people for virtually free on these social media sites? LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Craigslist, all of them provide valuable resources for us. Now, granted, if you can't go there, then you may go on to one of those resume job boards and sign up for a day, sign up for 30 days, whatever they'll, they'll allow you to do for a short period of time and do your research. But the key factor is here that we need to convince candidates over and over and over again how important social media is and how key it is to finding the right job. Now, I'm going to talk a lot today about LinkedIn. And before I do that, if you're listening to this radio show or you're listening to it uh, after we record and you've downloaded it, I'm going to walk through a tool about how to develop a LinkedIn profile and get your LinkedIn uh, up and running. The tool I'm going to be walking through is for free on our, on our website. You can download this tool for free. You can follow along with us as we walk through each of the eight characteristics today. And so as I talk here before I do go into this tool, if you'd like to download it, just go to our website, impacthiringsolutions.com. ImpactHiringSolutions.com. Scroll to the bottom. You'll see a section that says "What New," and then in the "What New" sec, "What's New" section, I don't know, four, five, six things down. You'll see uh, a, a link for the uh, eight uh, assessment profile of your LinkedIn. Just go there, download. It's 100% free, and you can follow along, or you can use it later. As you looked at your LinkedIn methodology and what you've done on LinkedIn and, uh, and, and how effective is it and how compelling is it. And then you can really take this same tool and apply the same concepts to Facebook and other LinkedIn, other social media sites or how you leverage your social media, which we're going to talk about today, to make sure that uh, you're maximizing your search efforts. One of the questions I get, I was speaking to a group of about 20 or 30 executives in transition. Oh, we could go Monday. And uh, 
kind of when I start out, I always you start out. I'll start out by saying, "Okay, everybody, what? Tell me about what do you find frustrating about your job search? What do you? What are some of the issues you're encountering in your job search? So that I can, you know, kind of get them up on the whiteboard and make sure I address them through my talk. Every single time, I've done this, and I've done it. I don't know, fifty to seventy-five times. Every single time, sooner or later, somebody brings up. About recruiters, you know we don't like recruiters. Recruiters never get back to us. Uh, you're, you send your resume into an ad posting on the job board. You send it to a recruiter, and it ends up in a black hole. And that's true. So, what is it about recruiters, and what do we need to help you? Now, I just posted a blog article up on our blog, uh, and you can get there through our, our website on how recruiters read resumes in ten seconds. How your resume ends up in a black hole. But one of the things that I come back with is one of the reasons that your resume ends up in a black hole or uh, – let me back up. One of the reasons that happens and one of the reasons candidates get, get so frustrated about this is kind of the flip side for recruiters. If I asked recruiters or hiring managers – What's the most frustrating thing about candidates? One of them would be we can't find them. It's frustrating. We know they're out there. We know there's good people out there. Some are looking. Some aren't. Some are in transition, unemployed. Some are just working but you know, passively on the job market, and we can't find them. And it's frustrating as can be to know those people are out there, but we can't find them. Today, what I want to talk about is how to make yourself findable through social media. How do you make darn sure recruiters find you? Companies, hiring managers, human resources find you. Because if we can't find you, we can't engage you. We can't begin a dialogue whether for a specific position we're working on now or if we happen to have an expertise as a recruiter in an industry or in a functional area where we can put you in a database and find you six months from now. If we can't find you now, we're not going to find you later. And today I want to talk about how you can use social media and some of the frustrations that recruiters like Barry and myself go through When we go on to LinkedIn and try and find candidates. And by the way, let me just make this clear. We're talking about people on LinkedIn. You know, uh, when you scroll to the bottom of a profile on LinkedIn, and you can do this at the scroll, it'll say, you know, contact me for the following. Most of them will have their checked off that we want to be, they want to be contacted for career opportunities and job opportunities. So they've said to the person reading their profile, contact me for career opportunities and job opportunities. So we're not just spamming people. Last week, I was uh, at a meeting, and there were about 50, eh, probably 45 or 50 executive-level people at this networking group. And I mentioned about this tool I just mentioned to you that you should download uh, on our website. And I asked people, how many of you are on, on LinkedIn? And about, I would say, 90% raised their hand. I said, how many of you feel you have a great profile on LinkedIn, a compelling profile on LinkedIn? Less than half said they felt that their profile on LinkedIn was compelling. And then I tested it even further. I asked, how many of you have your absolute contact information on LinkedIn? Your phone number, your email address, less than 10% responded. So how do recruiters and hiring managers and HR people find you if you make it so difficult for us to get in touch with you? As we talked about LinkedIn, and we talk about LinkedIn today, recognize that LinkedIn is very limiting on how we can connect with you. So step number one, if you want to have network with 
through LinkedIn. Step number one is you got to have contact information on LinkedIn. By that, I mean your phone number or, or a, in, an email address. Now, you can go to Gmail and make up your own email address for your job search. And it's free to set up a Gmail account. But most don't have that. Now, just to understand how this works for those that are new, I'm on LinkedIn, and I use it regularly. I actually have an upgraded account on LinkedIn, and I pay a small amount of money for each month. But it only allows me to have three, send three what they call in-mails to potential candidates. So if I find a candidate, I want to send them an in-mail, I look at a profile, I like them, I only get three opportunities to do that a month. That's not a lot. So how else can I contact you? Well, I can look at my connections. I can say, okay, who in my connections knows this person real well? And who do I know real well to connect with this person? And then I can contact them and send them an email and say, hey, I saw John Jones or Mary Jones' resume, uh, LinkedIn profile. I see your, you know them. Uh, would you make an introduction? That's another way I can do that. But that second way, by through connections, through my first degree of connections, that could take a week to two weeks to do that. By the time I send them an email, they read the email, they get back to me, and I get in touch with you. Sometimes that takes weeks. So it's, a, it's one way of doing it, but it's a pretty poor way of doing that. But what instead, if on your profile, you had a phone number to contact you with. So as I look at your profile, I'm doing a search right now for a VDP of sales. I, I type in, I screen, or I, I search on, on different profiles. I find your profile, and sure enough, I download it. I go there, I like it, I like what I see. And I think to myself, well, I got to talk to this person. What if right then and there... I could pick up your phone number or send you an email immediately saying, hey, I saw your LinkedIn. Let's talk. Isn't that, if you're really in the job market, what you want? Isn't that what you want us to be able to do to help you? So I would suggest one of the most critical things you can do on your profile is make sure you have information of how we can contact you almost immediately. So put your phone number and put an email address there right away. That is step number one to having a good profile. Now, there's other things you want to have to make yourself findable on LinkedIn. And one of them is, obviously, we call it compelling profile. On this VPS sales search I was doing last, I'm still doing, I cannot tell you how frustrating it is to go to a LinkedIn profile and find virtually little or no information. So the first thing I would ask you to do is on your LinkedIn profile, after you have your contact information there, do you have a relatively complete work history? Now, I don't need the last 40 years or 30 years, but do you have at least the last 15 or 20 years like a resume? Is your resume even posted up there? Instead of just having the company name, do you have a little explanation about what that company is, what that company does? So if I'm open to different industries as a recruiter, like on this VP of sales search where I'm very open to a variety of different industries – I at least know what your company does. Nobody knows what Reveal Technologies is. Nobody knows what reliable information is. How about a sentence or two describing what that person or what that company does, the size of the organization? Communicate with the people that are going to read your Resume, I'm sorry, your profile on LinkedIn. Help us help you. As I scroll down, 
What are the titles that you've had? So I can look at the growth. I can see if the titles are aligned with what I'm looking for. I can evaluate a little bit about the organization you've been involved with. So give me your complete work history, not just a bunch of company names. I look on your profile, I just see company, no dates. I have no idea what's going on. Help the reader help you. So once you get this work history up there with some contact information, do you have a few selected accomplishments and achievements that you really want to stand out with results in them and how you made this accomplishment? Just something that's going to grab our attention. This is where it can get compelling. This is where when I look at a profile, I can really separate you and say, this is the person I want to call right now. Remember, just the fact that I've come to your profile, it's not like a resume where you send me in a resume and I just screen all these because they've come to me. You just send them to me and i got to screen through these in 10 seconds. I have searched. I have reviewed the, the overview, the little three-line uh, profile that comes up, and then I've taken – you have to click to your profile. So I must have seen something compelling enough to drive me to your LinkedIn profile page. All you got to do now is close the sale. It's kind of like any website. If you're looking for something on, on Google and you Google the name, i.e. the search, and you see the, the two lines that show up, i.e. the profile that I get, the profile summary that I see, and you click on that link to go to their website, i.e. I click on the link to go to your profile, you must be interested in what that website has to offer. The same thing is true with LinkedIn. And when you get to that website, if you don't find what you're looking for in 5 to 10 to 15 seconds, you click back to Google and go to the next point. The same thing. Think about that the same way I, we do LinkedIn. Profile. If I don't see what I'm looking for on LinkedIn or I see some sketchy, just a bunch of companies, no titles, no information, no summary. I click out, I go back, I'll go to the next person. So do you have a good set of accomplishments there for me to take some time and read? Because I'm not screening at this point. I've already done my screening. I'm actually looking to read a little bit to get excited about picking up the phone. Does it demonstrate when I look at your profile? Do you have a list of some of the groups that you belong to? So if you're just supply chain management, I go to those groups then and look and see how you have participated in those groups with articles, with discussions. These are the things recruiters do to help us understand you. Now, I'm on point three on our LinkedIn uh, assessment profile. Again, if you just joined us, if you're listening, you can just go to our website, impacthiringsolutions.com. Scroll to the bottom. You'll see a what's new section. Can't miss it. I don't know, five, six, seven links down. You'll see the uh, LinkedIn profile download. Just download that. We're kind of walking through that so you can, you can stay current with us. But that's what we're talking about today. How can you leverage LinkedIn networking in your job search and the first thing is your profile that is number one on linkedin because that's what all recruiters and hiring managers and companies do then i want to look and see i'll look further and i'll say on linkedin well gee person's got 30 years of experience do they got any recommendations and what do the people say about them now i obviously you take those a little bit of grain of salt because you know that the people you ask to give you a recommendation obviously are people you want to give you a recommendation. But it still adds a flavor. Is there, if 20 years of experience, you got one recommendation, or for 20 years of experience, do you have three, four, five people, managers, peers, customers, subordinates, all saying what a great person you are to work for? It just is one more point. 
to build your case as to why recruiters or hiring managers should give you a call. Are those recommendations consistent? Are they diverse? Do you have a lot of them? To where you look and say, well, i got to call this person. Man, this many people think this is a person that's great. And a lot of times those recommendations, the person giving the recommendation actually will say something directly related to what I'm looking for. I can't tell you. I would bet eh, not a lot, but maybe 25% of the time I call someone because of the recommendations. I read some of the recommendations that ties with what my client's looking for. And so I pick up the phone and I call them. Well, gotcha. This this ties real well. So the recommendation almost support, you know was another support to the the uh, the profile. Another thing on your LinkedIn profile. Do you have other information there? For example, let's say you're an expert in supply chain. You can use a thing called Slideshow on LinkedIn, and you could put up a PowerPoint on trends in supply chain management. I can then flip through that Slideshow and kind of get a feel for who you are and how well you are on supply chain management. You could have two or three um, different profiles up there, other different Slideshows up there, all demonstrating your expertise as a recruiter you can bet i'm going to look at that doesn't cost me anything doesn't take any time to look through that but i'm going to take some time to do that so if you have SlideShare up there i'm going to take some time to look at that one of the great things about linkedin and getting yourself findable linkedin is basically in a in a bigger scope of things A personal homepage. Do you blog? Do you go out and make yourself findable through different blogs and link back to your homepage on LinkedIn? Do you have so many contacts in LinkedIn? I like to look at two to three hundred contacts so that you're going to show up. Now, I'm an open networker on LinkedIn, and I have seven, eight hundred contacts on LinkedIn. and I want to do that because I think it connects me to seven or eight million people. So when I do a search, people pop up. But if you're going to do a job search, how can you leverage LinkedIn? Let's flip the coin here for a second. Let's say now you've got a great profile. You've got all your SlideShare up there. You've got some uh, uh, additional papers. You have a blog. You can get a blog for free, by the way, through WordPress. You can go to the applications on LinkedIn, download the WordPress application, and anytime you post a little blog on it, 250-word blog, it will post that to your Profile. So now I can see slideshows and I can look, wow, look at the kind of things this person has talked about just in general. It may be about hiring. It may be about the economy. It just shows a different awareness of a person. And recruiters are looking for this. One of the misconceptions about executive recruiters is that we own, that we're looking for qualified people. In fact, I ask this all the time when I when I go out and network, and I always ask people, "Well, how many? Raise your hand if you think, you know, recruiters are looking for qualified people for searches they're doing." And ninety uh, percent raise their hand, then all shake their head. Yes, of course we are. Well, the fact is, we're not. That's true. We are not interested in qualified people as a recruiter. My client's not paying me to find qualified people. They can do that on their own. My clients are paying me to find them exceptionally qualified people. People that are top talent and they want to hire. Think how easy it is for me when I go to a client and say, you know what? Why don't you take a look at their LinkedIn profile? And they go to their LinkedIn profile and they see they see a blog that talks about supply chain management, current issues on supply chain. They see issues on the economy. They see issues on business, on blogs that they've written. What does that signal to my client 
about the intuitiveness, the staying current with issues for this person. They see a slideshow. They read your profile. They get excited about you before you even get contact with them. That's huge. Now, how can you network with that? The reverse is true. What if you want to get in touch with a recruiter? You hear on yourself, Brad Rumlar is looking for a VP of sales. So in your networking or you see a, a posting, you've, I post a lot on Twitter. I'll constantly put it, I'm looking for a VP of sales. I'll put it out there. I'll put it up on my LinkedIn status that I'm looking for a VP of sales in aerospace. I'll change it. I'll put it up on Facebook. Uh, I'll post it numerous times. And so let's say you run across that. But you don't know Brad Remillard from a bucket. I've never heard of Brad Remillard. You don't know who I am. But you look at this thing and you say, wow, I could be a candidate for that. So one of the things you can do now is you can type in my name in LinkedIn. And if you have enough contacts, you can begin to see people that will connect with me. You could send me an invitation and say, hey, Brad, I hear you're looking for a VP of sales. Uh, I saw that. Yet. I'm looking. I'm a VP of sales in this industry and would like to connect with you. Most recruiters, just by just so you know, here's a tip. Here's a bonus tip for you that have listened to this whole thing. Here's the bonus that if you've hung up, you won't hear. Most recruiters are what we call open networkers. We want a lot of people in our, in our contact because that's how we connect with more people. So most of the time, if you send a recruiter an invitation, they're going to reply to you. Now you're connected with that recruiter, and you can send them to your LinkedIn page. You can say, I hear you're looking for a VP of sales. Here's my LinkedIn page. Take a look at my profile. I go over to your profile. I see your blog. I see your slideshow. I see the companies that you're looking for that you've worked in in the past. I see a summary. I see some accomplishments. I see a phone number, how to get in touch with you. I'm probably going to pick the phone up and call you. It works the same way with companies. Now, what if the reverse is that you want to look and find a company? You want to get in touch with a private equity person. You want to get in touch with a, an attorney. You want to get in touch with a CEO, an HR group. Your LinkedIn profile is your personal homepage. That is your personal homepage. You can send emails. And link to your profile. You don't have to send a resume that's going to get trashed anyway. You can send a, and they can go over there and look at your profile. You can include the link in a cover letter. Again, if you have enough contacts, you can go to your contacts, search down, find the company, search on the company. One of the great things about searching on a company that you may not know if you haven't done this. When you search on a company, it will also give you not just the current people in LinkedIn that work there, but past people that have worked there. So if two jobs ago someone worked there, it will give you their name. Now, this may be someone that you can connect with, someone who they've worked at, a company you've worked at, someone who they've gone to the same university. You have a connection. There's a lot of ways of going around LinkedIn to use this networking to connect with people. How many groups, one of the most powerful ways, I believe, to connect on LinkedIn is through groups. How many groups are you in on LinkedIn? Now, many of you may have thought, oh, I'm involved in 10, 15, 20. I'm in all of the groups. Doesn't mean anything. It's meaningless. Because the real question is how many groups are you in? How many groups do you actively participate in at least weekly? Meaning, you start a discussion. You reply to a discussion. 
you post an article, you comment on an article, you read an article that you like, uh, and you link that into those groups to where within that group you have a high profile. LinkedIn groups are really no different than networking groups. I talk to candidates all the time who run from networking group to networking group to networking group. They are out networking groups every single day. They're going to groups at night. They're going in the morning. That's all they're doing, going to networking groups. And they're meaningless when I ask them, how's that working out for you? How many great referrals have you had? How many job leads have you had? I don't disagree you're meeting a lot of people, but you're just bouncing around. That's the same as you belonging to all these groups on LinkedIn. So then I'll say to them, how many do you really go deep in? How many do you actually have a high profile in so people know you, they connect with you, they can refer you, they see how you operate, they see how you communicate? That's what LinkedIn's about. I'm in about, I don't know, 20 or 30 groups. I actively participate in every single group. I reply to comments. I post articles probably sometimes two and three uh, times a week to all these groups. When people comment, I'll write back. Some of the times I'll go in and set up a discussion on those groups. In our LinkedIn group, we have a group called Impact Hiring Solutions Job Search Networking Group, which is just what it says. It's a job search networking group. We have a lot of discussions going on. Less than 10%. And we have about, that's way less than 10%. Because we have about 3,600 people in that group now. I would say less than 5% actually participate. And it may only be 1%. Actively participate. Do you take your profile and post it to the job sections on the group? Do you post job leads on the groups? Do you post right in the group that you're a VP of supply chain in the Boston area and have your link there? So if I go to one of the groups on supply chain and I look for some of the members, I see, boy, look at this person. They are constantly posting things. They must really be on top of supply chain. I clicked it, and I go to your profile. You have that done? Or are you just a person that joins a group and disappears? Like easily 95% of the people do. That is how you can leverage LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a huge, huge area. LinkedIn is something that when used properly, you can raise your exposure to where people can find you. But most importantly, you can stand out and LinkedIn gives you so many tools to be able to do this. What about if you want to get in touch with a particular area? Let's say you're relocating. And you've identified industries and you've identified people in this new area. Wouldn't it be great to have contacts in that area? What if you were going to go move from California to Boston? And you needed some people to link to when you got to Boston. You say, you know, I'm going to go to Boston. I'm going to spend two weeks in Boston. I'm going to knock on doors. I'm going to meet with people. What if you could go into your LinkedIn profile? Find other LinkedIn people in Boston and send them an email and say, hey, I'm going to be in the Boston area next week. Would you mind having coffee and can I connect with you while I'm there? Now, recruiters may not do that. I'm talking about other people in the Boston area. So you can begin to develop a network in the Boston area. That's what I'm talking about. You can sit down with these people and say, hey, what are some of the best networking groups to belong to? What are some of the contacts that you might have? What is, what is the geography about the, in this big Boston area? Are there recruiters that you could introduce me to while I'm in that area? When you have profiles, if you're looking to relocate, it's a great way to tap into the local market. It's a phenomenal way to take the local market and leverage it. 
But most candidates don't even do this. But those contacts are there. Those contacts clearly are a way for you to tap into that area and begin to make connections in that group. We get this all the time in California. California is a pretty big area, and I'm down in Southern California. And so we get people coming in constantly talking about, gee, how do I get connected in? It's such a big area. There's Los Angeles, San Diego, California, Orange County. It spreads out over hundreds of miles. I have no contact. I don't know where to begin. And I always sit them down and say, well, let's start with LinkedIn. What if you connected with me? Then you're connected with 7 million other people. And then... You get on LinkedIn and you look and through my profile and you see people I'm connected and you find somebody in a similar industry. And you send me an email saying, Brad, I, you know, I see you know ABC company in the transportation industry and I'm in third-party logistics and I'd just like an introduction. I can begin to introduce you. Brad, I see, you know, I'm a financial person and I see you know the partners at these three CPA firms and I'm trying to connect with CPA firms in the Southern California area to begin my networking. Could you make an introduction? Of course I make an introduction. But that's leveraging LinkedIn. Now, I'm only going to do that if when I go to your profile, I look and see a great profile because I know. That's where my the CPA firm or that's where my contact's gonna go to determine if they want to meet with you. There's hands down, I'm gonna send them to the profile. So when they grow to that profile, my same question I asked you before. Do they will this referral will this referral get excited about your profile? I believe that if you have a compelling profile there, they will. I believe that's a great way for them to engage you. And what if this CPA firm happened to have a client looking for someone? They look at your profile, they'll meet you right away. I'm sorry, but everything goes back to your profile on LinkedIn. And the reason we harp about this, because easily 50 to 60% of the profile absolutely suck on LinkedIn. And it is so frustrating when it's so easy to build a compelling profile with information above and beyond the basics. The name, rank, serial number, and some of the things we've talked about. So participating groups have a uh, slideshow up there using SlideShare. Link a blog to that group, be, I mean to your LinkedIn profile. Have those recommendations. Here's another tip. I find this to be extremely helpful as I try and build my network within LinkedIn so I can leverage that in finding candidates. If you use Outlook, you can download right into Outlook a LinkedIn toolbar. And so anytime you get a re- uh, an email, if this person's not LinkedIn, right on the LinkedIn, right on the email, there's a little LinkedIn icon. You can go up and you can send them an invite. It's so simple. And it's automatic. You can get hundreds of people that you wouldn't even thought about into your LinkedIn profile by this one simple technique of downloading the, the uh, LinkedIn toolbar onto your Outlook. The other nice thing about it, it has this thing called Grab. So if you want to take somebody and put them into your Outlook contact, you just simply highlight their name and information, hit grab, and it sets an automatic contact up in Outlook Outlook for you. What a great way to to leverage the contacts, too, and keep in touch with people. How often through LinkedIn in your network do you touch people? You know, LinkedIn has this thing where you can send out, I don't know what it is, I, I have an upgrade, so I'm not saying for everybody, 50 emails or whatever a month, something like that. So do you go in and do you send updates to people, just letting them know what you do, keeping in touch? How often do you touch these people and let them know that you're out there? If you don't do that, at least somewhat regularly, 
how am I as a recruiter going to know that you're out there? How will I as a recruiter know that you are still available? You know, one of the things that happens with recruiters, if, if you don't hear from some, we don't hear from somebody in two, three months, we just kind of figure they're off the job board, off the job market. It's not my responsibility to keep in touch with everybody. You're the one looking. Connect with us. Send us an email through LinkedIn. Send us an email. Send an update that just says, hey, I'm still on the job market. Here's kind of the things I've been looking at. I had a few interviews. Here's an updated resume just in case you don't have one or I updated my profile. What a great way to keep in touch. Now, the final thing you can do to really network on LinkedIn and I haven't talked about, and I think I've saved the best for the last. How often do you update your status on LinkedIn? Do you daily go in and upload something new on your status update on LinkedIn? Because the great thing about that, you do that on your homepage on LinkedIn, you can see everybody else's LinkedIn updates. So if you've updated something compelling, like just wrote a new article on supply chain management in 2010, I can click on that and go to your LinkedIn profile. Boom, there I see you. Updated a new, updated my profile on LinkedIn. I can go over there and take a look at it. Everybody in your network on their homepage will get a status update. What if you did that two or three times a week? Do you think people would find you? Do you think three or four times a week as I'm a recruiter looking down, I see you there every single week, you're going to be foremost in my mind when I'm looking for someone? Companies the same way. If you're linked in with companies, people, I think they'll find you pretty quickly. I suggest that the status is a great way on a regular basis to keep in touch with people as you go through this process. It's a great, very, very simple way to keep your profile, if you will, in front of people. It's a wonderful way for you to Keep me and other people in your network completely aware that you're still out there, and it's so simple. You can do that sitting in your living room at night, watching TV, putting in your quick little update. You can also, by the way, right now, link it to Twitter automatically. So when it goes there, it goes on Twitter, and everybody sees your update again on Twitter. This is so powerful. So let me just, in the last three or four minutes, kind of summarize for you some of the things I would recommend doing to make yourself findable on LinkedIn. Number one, and probably the most important thing, is get your contact information, a phone number and an email address. Even if you just use a specific email address for your job search, get one on Gmail. It's free and set up and use that. Number two, go to our website impacthiringsolutions.com download scroll down rather to the bottom of the home page there and download our LinkedIn profile assessment our 8 point LinkedIn profile assessment and get your profile really up to date and compelling get your recommendations in there join I'm sorry uh, have your last 15 or 20 years companies names in there a little bit about the company put your accomplishments in there Make sure you have a complete work history. Some of the really fundamental basic stuff. Put two or three accomplishments in there. And then get some recommendations. Those are easy to get. Go back four or five jobs. Try and get 15 to 20 recommendations. Three or four for each company. Join groups. But don't just join the groups. Become active in the group. Anybody can join a group. Big deal. Become active in the group. Post discussions, post articles, go to WordPress and get a free blog and just write small 250-word articles once a week, once every two weeks, and post them to the different articles. If you don't want to do that, just belong to certain blogs on the topic and post those articles to the groups so people see you. Comment on discussions. 
Download the LinkedIn toolbar so you can begin to invite people. Update your status regularly on LinkedIn so all the people in your network will see that. Begin to invite people to join you. Begin to make a concerted effort to start looking on people's LinkedIn, your LinkedIn, and who they're connected to, and see if they'll introduce you so you can expand your network. Then begin to ask for introductions. It's just a funnel. Now that you have a large network, a great profile, start asking for introductions. Go to your your LinkedIn contacts, see what connections they have with, with companies, with people, with service providers, and ask for introductions to them. Send them this great profile. Now you're leveraging the networks of others, all with LinkedIn being that connection. Those are some of the simple things that candidates can do to leverage the networking on LinkedIn. Just make people fi- making yourself findable and leveraging the groups and the hundreds of people in groups and making your profile so compelling that companies, hiring managers, and recruiters will call you. You've been listening today to Brad Rumlard and Barry Deutsch. We're Impact Hiring Solutions Live. We're here every Monday from 11 to noon where we talk about your job search and how to reduce their time in search and your job to how to quickly fill that job. So until next Monday, take that LinkedIn and really leverage that LinkedIn network to make yourself findable and help people find you on LinkedIn. Talk to you next week. Have a great week. You're listening to Impact Hiring Solutions with Brad Remillard and Barry Deutsch. Only on LA Talk Radio. 